It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by OhioVerseEveryone.com, the brand new website that covers all things Ohio sports and pop culture. Check out OhioVSEveryone.com. Com. They cover all things sports in Ohio from Cincinnati with the Reds and the Bengals to Cleveland with those teams up there. They even have Ohio State football coverage, all of that and more Ohio-centered so you know you're going to get your favorite content. Like right now, they've got a great article up about the hot seat or whatever the heat on the seat that David Bell may be sitting in. According to Brock Netter, the guy who wrote the article, he believes on a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 6. Might talk about that here in just a minute as well. But check out OhioVSEveryone.com for all things sports in Ohio. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As the 2020 season rages on, the Locked On Reds podcast will be here each and every day to detail each win, each loss, and every transaction as the Reds look to move toward a playoff berth. My name is Jeff Carr. Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Hey, the Reds did exactly what they needed to do. They swept the doubleheader with the Pirates, setting themselves up for if they win today, they win the series. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. Today, we're going to talk about that doubleheader. I've also got a special interview with Chris Dennert from Dugout Mugs. He's got a great event happening tonight that we're going to talk about. And then, of course, briefly look at tonight's game. But before we get to all of that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to, whether it be Apple, whether it be Google Play, if it's Spotify, if it's Podbean, whatever you've got, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save that Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. All right, so the Reds had a great day at the ballpark, beating the Pirates in both games. The first game coming with a bit of drama, as the Reds were leading one to nothing for the entire game up until the seventh inning. And then Colin Moran decided to tie it with a home run, And a couple of batters later, Trevor Bauer was chased. Even though he was absolutely phenomenal for the game, he pitched six and a third with 12, that's right, 12 strikeouts. He continues to build just a phenomenal Cy Young candidacy. I don't know how you can deny at this point that he is one of the favorites to win it. I, I don't know how you do that. But anyway, so... It's a tie game, though. Rysel Iglesias comes in, shuts the door. The Pirates had runners on first and second, and Iglesias strikes out back-to-back hitters to stop the threat, which was awesome because everyone was a little worried. This kind of seemed like the moment where a door could get blown open, but no, shuts him down. And then with two outs, 
Jose Garcia hits a single, gets on base. You're like, okay, got something rolling. Then Shogo Akiyama comes to play. No, that, never mind. David Bell decides to do one of those substitutions, one of those little meddling things that everybody's like, oh boy, here we go again. Why is David Bell sticking his nose where it don't belong, making moves that's just going to cost this team in the end? Oh wait, but it didn't. Tyler Stevenson destroys a ball to left field, hitting it off the bleachers, walk-off home run style, and for all of everyone who loves to criticize David Bell whenever he makes bad decisions. How are we feeling today? Did we give him credit where credit was due? Made a good call on that one. Then comes game two, and it's not quite as nice as game one. Anthony DiSclefani struggling a bit, does give up four runs, and right when he gives up the runs, it's starting to feel like the inning's getting away from him. So the Reds pull him and put in Jose De Leon who promptly walks a couple of people and gets the bases loaded. And we're starting to feel, oh boy, they're going to split this doubleheader and we're just going to feel something meh about this team. But no, they were able to shut the door with Sal Romano getting, uh, coming in getting five pitches to get the final out of the fourth inning, which is hilarious because if you look at the box score, he factored in as the winning pitcher. It's just another... Uh, nail in the coffin of what I believe they should just get rid of pitcher win loss. It just, whatever. So then that sets up our pivotal play of the day. The pivotal play of the game. Into right center field. This one hit very well. Boosh! Three run home run. That was the moment. The moment of the day of the doubleheader for the Reds because they had lost the lead. The Pirates had taken it back, and you started to feel as if the Pirates were actually going to win game two. The Reds just kind of didn't look all there for the first four innings, and then all of a sudden, bam, Moose with a absolute shot. And from then on, the Reds just took control. It's funny to think that in a game where the Reds win 9-4, to four, you actually describe that as the Reds come back to win. Nine to four. It was just later on in the game. The Pirates bring in Jeff Hartlieb, who throws 35 pitches, walks four guys, allows Nicholas Castellanos to reach on an error. I mean, he didn't do that. That was an error on Eric Gonzalez, the shortstop, that was very egregious if you saw it. It was a Olay job by him. But he throws 35 pitches, four walks allowed. Three runs total, two of them were earned. He didn't even get an out. That just absolutely deflated any shot the Pirates had, obviously, at the game because the Reds scored three more times for plenty of insurance. And then Nate Jones came in and nailed down the rest of the game. It wasn't a save situation at that point, but a very nice inning by Nate Jones. So we are now talking about a Reds team that is a game and a half behind 
the St. Louis Cardinals for second place and right in the thick of things for the wild card as well. They've absolutely got to win today. We're going to talk about that here in just a bit. And before I get to talking with Chris Dennert, I did want to mention Nick Senzel returned. He was in game one of this doubleheader that took place on Monday, and it was good to see him. He had an over on the day, didn't do anything crazy, but it was good to see him back. My question to you is this, because... Even if he were to play the remaining games this season, at least in the regular season, he still would have missed more than 50% of 2020. He missed a little bit of a chunk in 2019 as well. And uh, if my numbers are correct, looking at this, of the available games that he would have played once we get to the end of this season, when you add together this season and last season, he would have missed over 30% of them. Is there ever going to be a scenario? Is there ever going to be a year in his career? And I'm going to put this poll question at Locked On Reds on Twitter. Is there ever going to be a season where Nixon Zell plays 80% of the games? 80% of a normal 162-game season is 129 games. It's like 129.6, but whatever. We'll call it 129 games. Do you ever foresee a year in which Nixon Zell plays 129 games? Let's be realistic about this, because I wonder. I really do. This is a thing that we talked about last offseason with Nixon Zell possibly being available in different trade packages and different... Uh, possibilities and scenarios of guys coming to Cincinnati. If the Indians are saying, yeah, we need Nick Senzel to send Francisco Lindor to you, which now with Jose Garcia, I don't know that that's even something that the Reds are looking at now, but it, it, you know, that's the, the, the easiest scenario to look at at this moment. Do you take it? Because I think that it's worth considering, because when you look at every ability a professional baseball player has, availability is tops. And I'm not so sure that we'll ever see a year where Nick Senzel plays 80% of the games. All right, coming up is my chat with Chris Dennett from Dugout Mugs, looking at their Hit King collection and their Facebook Live event that they've got coming up tonight with Pete Rose himself, where they're going to have an Ask Me Anything type conversation that everyone can submit questions to. Talk about that here in just a second. But before we do, wanted to point out our sponsor, rockauto.com. If you're looking to do a project on your car, check out rockauto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need, and they're going to be easy to help find that part that you need for your car as well. On the left side of the screen, when you go to rockauto.com, you'll see all of the car companies that you can possibly think of. Find yours, find your make, find your year, all your specs are right there. Then they have a drop-down list of every single part that your car will ever need. They've got even uh, specific brands if you want to go that deep and find your favorite brand as well. And you can do it all on their website, and then they deliver the part to you. So you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go searching for it at a brick and mortar store. That's probably going to price gouge you anyway. Rockauto.com is going to give you reliably low prices and deliver the part right 
to you. So check out rockauto.com. And when you are in the checkout section, in the How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On MLB to let them know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. That's rockauto.com. And How'd You Hear About Us? Type in Locked On MLB. Rockauto.com has all the parts that your car will ever need. Alrighty, for this next segment here on today's podcast, I'm talking with Chris Dennert from Dugout Mugs. They've got this awesome event coming up tonight at 9 p.m. On their Facebook page, they have a Facebook Live chat with Pete Rose, the hit king himself and Reds legend. First of all, though, Chris, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Jeff, man. I appreciate you guys having us on. Uh, Talking about the event, we're having a lot of fun with it, and... uh... Thanks for spreading the good word. Absolutely, man. It's going to be a lot of fun to check out and see all the different questions. Real quick, too, to let everybody know, if you go to the Dugout Mugs website and look up the Hit King live event, which I've tweeted out a couple of different times from the Locked On Reds account, and I'll share it from my personal account as well, you'll be able to submit a question to Pete, and he'll answer it there on the chat with Chris and the gang from Dugout Mugs. So, Chris, let's talk about this event. How did it come about? Well, uh, if, if you know about Dugout Mugs, you know we got a pretty cool product. We turn the barrel of a baseball bat, we hollow it out, and we turn them into beer mugs. But you put anything in you want, of course. But uh, when you when you do something interesting like that, a lot of people tend to turn their head. And uh, one thing led to another, and, you know, just pre, or actually just post-pandemic, as you all know, with Pete, he does a lot of live events and things like that, and I I just reached out to him. I said, hey, Pete, uh, this is Chris, you know, I'm I'm the CEO and co-owner of Dugout Mugs, and uh, I know you're not as busy as you typically are, because you know everything shut down, especially out there in Vegas, where Pete's based. And uh, I said, "Let's, let's do something fun and cool for the fans, and he was on, he was on in a heartbeat. So we, we launched the Hit King Collection. I think it's dugoutmugs.com forward slash Pete Rose. And uh, he worked with us, and we created five different mugs from different uh, images throughout his career. And we just had a great relationship, and people loved the mugs. And, you know, as, as a lot of, you know, Reds fans, a lot of Phillies fans, a lot of baseball fans, um, they think Pete deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm one of these people, uh, you know, being the <laughs> – he's got a, got a heck of a record. You know, uh, so I reached out and I said, hey, let's do a live. Let's jump on Facebook. Let's talk about the mugs, let's talk about what you've been up to. And he said, let's do a good interview. No, you know, no holds barred, anything you want to talk about. So that kind of opened up the, the, you know, the options a little bit. And here we are. That sounds like, I mean, the product itself is amazing. The pictures that you guys have of uh, Pete, whether it be him standing on the base, holding the hat up, or he's sliding into home, all those great pictures. But overall, dugout mugs in general just look like a very nice product, very awesome to sit, watch a game, drink a beer in a baseball bat. I mean, that just that just makes sense, you know? I mean, it's a great yeah. idea. And then with Pete as well, kind of like you mentioned, the the no holds barred setup, very interesting. I see some of the questions that we'll get. I mean, it's kind of like folks like to do on Reddit, the whole ask me anything sort of thing. So I'm looking forward to seeing what all goes down uh, with this event. So it's at 9 p.m. About how long are you guys going to be able to talk with him? And what what is going to be your first question to Pete? I'm curious of that. 
Well, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, and, and you can go. I think you, I don't know if you mentioned the link, but it's dugoutmugs.com forward slash Pete. That's where you can go and you can get. We're sending out a text message to everybody as a reminder, but that's where you can submit your questions. Uh, the first question I asked him is be the same question. I And, and I've interviewed a number of guys, um, Pudge Rodriguez, Mariano Rivera. Um, I got Big Poppy coming up in a few weeks. The first question I always ask him is, hey, which, is, which mug is your favorite? Because they all own dugout mugs. So I always like knowing which mug is their favorite mug. But with Pete, you know, uh, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to hold off. I want to ask him, does he feel like he belongs in the Hall of Fame? Because, you know, I, I kind of know the answer already, but I just want to, I just want him to say it, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to definitely dig into that. And we're going we're gonna to talk about the gambling a little bit, I think. Uh, I want his perspective on that because a lot of people have a lot of opinion. And, you know, every time, you know, what he did, was it right? Probably not. But you know, was it, was it worth knocking him out of the hall forever? I don't think so. Uh, so I'm going to definitely want to get his take on that, but, uh, yeah. That's one of those things that inevitably comes up with Pete is talking about the on the field versus the off the field thing. I, I honestly think, I mean, some of the guys that are in the hall of fame have a pretty interesting rap sheet off the field. I I think that it should be about the on field achievements. And while he was on the field, Nobody was better hitting the ball, and it, uh, you know, four thousand two hundred fifty-six hits is a mark that I don't think will ever be beaten. Because not only did he play for twenty-four years, but he had an amazing. Like if you go on Baseball Reference, it said that his one hundred and sixty-two game average was one hundred and ninety-four hits. For someone to do that for oh that God. long, I mean, you just—that's not possible. Legendary. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Legendary. Absolutely. Yeah. And, no, I, I I agree with you there, and 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 you know. But but this is the fans, right? This is right. this is your opinion, and my opinion. I want to hear his opinion, you know, because I, I think sometimes we make things bigger than the other person does. And uh, I, I've seen some of the balls he signed, which there's something fun we're doing. I'll say in a minute. But some of the balls he signed, some of the stuff he signs on them, oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, forty two fifty six never did steroids. You know, it just he's he's so he's so out there, man. I love it. So I can't wait to see what he does. I'm looking forward to this event as well. And I also wanted to ask you too. So you mentioned you, you know, your co-owner with dugout mugs with Randall. Yep. Talk, talk about your relationship a little bit with Randall, getting the dugout mugs going. I know the story on the website said that he just kind of, he saw the, uh, the practice bat where they sawed off the barrel of it and he got the idea there. What was that like whenever he came to you and was like, Hey, I got this idea. Well, you know, the, the story, if you haven't seen it, it's on our site. Um, it's, it's amazing. He, uh, he was kind of like the American dream story. You know, the kid growing up playing baseball, got all the way to the bigs and just couldn't get over that last final, final hump and ended up going back to, you want to stay close to the game. So he started coaching again and came up with this idea and, you know, he did well with it. He, he, you know, brought it, he created it. He figured out the main, some of the manufacturing, issues with it. And then he had to scale it. And my background is business always has been uh, dugout mugs is I believe my seventh venture. And Randall came to me and he said, you know, I got this idea. I want to pick your brain. I think it's kind of very fortuitous the way it happened. Um, I was in a town I don't live in. I was in St. Petersburg, Florida. And uh, Randall called me out of the blue. I happened to be on a break at a meeting I was at. And he said, um, hey, I want to run this idea by you. And I said, well, maybe next week I'm in St. Pete. And he said, well, I'm driving through St. Pete right now. I said, well, I'm sitting at a bar on a break from a meeting. Why don't you pull in and show me? And I met him 15 minutes later. And uh, 
he showed me the idea. I thought it was a little strange, um, but he told me, he's like, just carry this thing around, see what happens. So I did. And I called him a couple weeks into it and I said, I think you got something here. Um, let's, let's partner up. You know, he had a job at the time. I had a couple ventures I was working on at the time. I said, I'll quit mine if you quit yours. And that's what he did. He quit his job and we, uh, we partnered up January, 2017. And we've, um, it's been amazing. Uh, ever since we've, 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 uh, grown we've doubled every year for four years now and the fans are loving it um the teams are loving it we're in all the stadiums we're in minor league stadiums and it's just grown and grown and grown uh but the one thing i don't ever think changed was the dynamic between myself and randall um we're very very similar in the way that you know we're both down to earth we're both all about we're really really passionate about our customers and our customers experience with our company and that's never changed um, we've gotten a lot bigger for sure. We're over, tw- I think, 22 or 23 employees now. So we were growing really, really well. But I don't think we ever lost sight of what got us here. And, and I mean, that's the, the cornerstone to our relationship, I think. Dugout mugs have absolutely a great look. All kind of different Reds mugs and other teams as well if, if you want to, like, collect all the different teams <laughs> and stuff. But we're mainly focused on if the If you're Reds. into that sort of thing. Yeah, if you're into that. I mean, hey, why not watch a baseball game drinking out of a, a baseball bat? I mean, that just makes total sense. So with this collection, what, what kind of brings on the different – I mean, obviously, you've got legendary players like you mentioned, Mariano Rivera. You'll be talking to Big Poppy here pretty soon as well. And Pete Rose, he's the hit king. So what kind of goes through the process of creating a special collection like the Hit King Collection? Well, I think it's, it's about the fans, you know. I mean, we know who the fan favorites are throughout time. You know, the Wade Boggs is the King Griffey Juniors, um, Derek Jeters. You know, the, the fans love them, right? So with the dugout mugs, we, you know, we're fortunate. We have a lot of clout uh, in, in the baseball space in particular. So when we reached out and we said, hey, we want to do a collaboration. We could do a special edition. Um, they, you know, they're all about it. They, they know about us. They know that we bring value. And they know we bring quality. And, you know, it's really about the fans. Everything we do is about the fans, man. You know, there's a there's a there's a lot of ways to make money in the world, and you know, find the ones you can have a lot of fun with, and that's what we do. We really we're really in tune with our fans. Um, you know, on social media, you can find us everywhere on social media, but also our email and our text message lists and things like that. So that's really what it comes down to, is is who the fans want to see and who the fans want to see collaborations with, um, and then I I take it from there. It really is a beautiful beer mug or just mug to drink any other drink out of, but I'm definitely thinking of it as a beer mug. But, Chris, I appreciate you coming on and talking about So the live event, just to remind everyone once again, tonight at 9 p.m. on the Dugout Mugs Facebook page. Also, check out their website for the Hit King Collection, dugoutmugs.com forward slash Pete Rose. Chris, thanks so much for joining me today. All right, Jeff. I appreciate you, man. Y'all take care. Looking forward to checking that event out on their Facebook page. Like I mentioned, Dugout Mugs. Talking with Pete Rose tonight at 9 p.m. And before uh, we end today's podcast, wanted to take a quick look at today's game. The Reds are going up against Joe Musgrove from the Pirates. He's coming in with an ERA of 5.4. 
going up against Michael Lorenzo. Michael Lorenzo getting his first start of the season. He has talked about during the offseason, during spring training, times like that, he's talked about wanting to get back to being a starting pitcher. That's really been his goal kind of ever since he got put into the bullpen. Now he's getting a shot for that. Part of the reason, though, is the Reds placed Sonny Gray on the 10-day injured list. Now, all indications are he's going to be fine. This is more of a precautionary deal. It's some soreness in his back. It's not necessarily an arm issue. So that is something to monitor moving forward. But all parties involved, David Bell, Derek Johnson, Sonny Gray included, believe that he will get at least one more, if not two more starts before the end of the regular season, hopefully leading into the playoffs there. But this will kind of be a bullpen day. I'm I'm not really expecting Michael Lorenzen to give us more than three innings. I'm thinking three innings is going to be the max from him, maybe four. But all in all, nice to see him on the mound in a starting role today. Hopefully we'll see Nixon Zell back in the lineup. Like I mentioned earlier on, that we got the poll question at Locked On Reds on Twitter. Do you think Nixon Zell will ever play 80% of the games in a season? And that's just one season, one season of his career. At any point, do you believe he'll play 80% or more of the games? One last, one last thing. How about Shogo Akiyama? Dude is really starting to figure it out. Even after getting put back into the leadoff spot, he got on base five times yesterday. Drew a bunch of walks, including his last walk was an RBI walk. I'm really enjoying seeing his development, and I'm super pumped that we're starting to see him playing more close to the scouting report that we got on him coming over from Japan. So hopefully he continues his hot streak at the plate tonight. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. Thank you so much for listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on all the podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds. And I know today was supposed to be a Jeff's junk mail segment. Had to move some things around. That's going to be tomorrow on the podcast. Get your questions, your reactions, everything in 513-549-0159 and at the Twitter handles as well. But that's all for now. Hit your smart device and tell it to play Locked On Fantasy Baseball. And I will talk to every one of you tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey, Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.